0: Welcome to Frendo Podcast, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. As a YouTuber, I've shared my life online for the last eight years, and now I'm excited to learn about you. Frendo celebrates people and their stories, from interesting jobs to unique passions and curious life skills that the world should hear about. Community is everything. Let's do this. How are you with trying new things? Being new at something is not my favorite place to be. I like being good, but that doesn't just happen. You know, you have to start something and then eventually you get a little better. 2020 was a time. So many things beyond my control and so little opportunity for fun or new experiences left me feeling some kind of way. So when a martial arts studio opened up in my neighborhood, I was keen to learn more. Keen is also another word for kind of nervous. I checked the website and when I learned that their head coach was a woman, I honestly instantly felt a little bit better, which maybe isn't a great reason to want to join a studio, but I feel like Things are changing, but martial arts is still a pretty male-dominated space, and I was a little hesitant, like I wanted to try the new thing, but I was nervous to be in a new space and feel a little lonely, like the token woman or something, you know? So I then got my neighbor, I recruited her, and off we went to try our first kickboxing class. You know, we had to get the the gloves and the wraps and I had to watch a video on how to wrap my hands. Like there was a lot that went into it. But leading up to that point, I had been working out pretty consistently for about a year. And for me, that's kind of a big deal because I tend to work out, work out, and then it's like I get bored of my routine and I kind of fall off the fitness wagon, which is fine, that happens. But I noticed that with 2020 with being in this, you know, constant state of lockdown and isolation, my mental health was really starting to be impacted. And then I also noticed I was really losing interest in my workout and, you know, it was around October, November. So I was also feeling that seasonal shift and all around needed a change. Funny thing is I also thought I was in shape. However, (laughs) oh my goodness, I had quite the shock. So the first class, you know, it started with some skipping. How hard could skipping be? I had been skipping all summer, but skipping for 10 minutes straight is something. Um, And then it went from, you know, the skipping to some stretching. And then we got into doing the rounds. Now, from what I've learned, like the kickboxing cardio is a little different, but the cardio class has your heart rate going that whole time. And it was something to then jump to, to that part of the workout and then to finish with the push-ups and the sit ups. Like I had not done a workout like that in so long. I sweat, friends, sweat pouring into my eyeballs, stinging, couldn't see like I couldn't get enough. That kind of thrill of trying something new, not being great at it, but wanting to be better, and then getting the work out of your life was so fun. So I instantly... Couldn't get enough. And I wanted to share my love of this new sport that I've taken up. And of course, on the eve of another lockdown here in Ontario, Canada, I want to share one of my favorite small businesses with you, Valhalla Mixed Martial Arts. And I want to explore with my guests today, you know, kickboxing and all the ins and outs of the sport and also what it's like to be owning a business right now during these New times. So, Gail King is head coach at her new gym, Valhalla Mixed Martial Arts. Gail was born in Northumberland, England, where she started her martial arts journey. She trained in England and competed for 11 years in the sport, reaching third Dan Black Belt during that time after moving to canada in 2008 gail made the switch to kickboxing over the years gail fought on a provincial national and international level where she won many awards including gold at the arnold classic and at the height of her fighting career gail represented canada at the world championship in italy where she won wow right now, happily retired from fighting, Gail's focus has moved solely to coaching. So, from helping clients who want to get fit to fighters aiming for competitive success of their own, her vast amount of experience always brings the best results, regardless of the overall goal. I'm excited to share Gail and her expertise with you today. And also, secretly, it was kind of fun to have Coach Gail in my hood, <laughs> on my turf. <laughs> She probably wasn't sweating nearly as much as I sweat when I'm in her, you know, on her on her uh, turf, but it was fun nonetheless. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Welcome to
1: the
2: podcast, Gail.
1: Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm so glad you're here. It's funny. I was thinking, like, this is the first time I'm seeing you, and I'm not finishing, you know, this hour session with like, like tears and like lots of sweat and new abs formed. It's very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, you know, Gail, when I met you, I'm like, well, that you just exude like athlete and confidence. And um, for those that are listening, I probably already mentioned this, but Gail runs Valhalla Mixed Martial Arts. And she came into my neighborhood and I was like, kind of curious about kickboxing, but... I think, and we'll get into this, like a lot of women, I was like, I don't know if this is for women. I don't know. You know, I'm nervous and found out that it was a woman running the show. And I was like, hold on a minute, (laughs) which of course here we are. And I, I've loved my experience at your gym. And so I guess, you know, I'd love to know a little bit about
2: you, how you got into kickboxing. Like you just said, I'm the owner of Valhalla Mixed Martial Arts. So I'm also the head coach there. Uh, I've got over 20 years of experience in martial arts. I started my journey with uh, Taekwondo when I was in my 20s. And I did that until I got to a third degree black belt in the UK. And then when I moved over here, I did Taekwondo for a little bit, but I didn't really enjoy it as much. It wasn't, wasn't as, um, I guess, competitive or aggressive as I would like it. So... <laughs> So I made the switch to Muay Thai, and then from Muay Thai, I made the switch over onto kickboxing, where I competed in kickboxing a lot in Europe, represented Canada as well, and won a world title. And my last fight was, I was 39 for my last fight, and uh, that's when I decided, okay, enough's enough, time to retire and uh, concentrate on coaching which leads me to Valhalla.
1: Yeah. where you are now. Wow. What an accomplishment. So tell me, you know, it, when I read that you got into Taekwondo at 21, is that like a little later for most people getting into this sport?
2: Definitely. Cause most kids, most people start uh, martial arts. their parents force them to do it. Right? Cause they're like, they should do something like active and learn something and martial arts is fun. So normally by the time they're, they're 21, they tried it when they were young. Whereas for me, mine was, um, the re- it, it's a weird story. But anyway, I got into it because I was walking my dog one night and uh, I was in the middle of a field and some guy threatened to kick my dog. And uh, I stomped over and I said, if you kick my dog, I'm going to kick you. And uh, it kind of, we both were a little angry and it kind of elevated. And then I thought to myself, I've got nothing to back this up. this is just sheer anger. So like, don't threaten my dog. And then I, I, uh, luckily we both kind of realized this was a bit silly. So we kind of both went our separate ways. But when I got home, I said to Gary, I told Gary the story, my husband. And I said, I don't like going to the gym. I find that super boring, just lifting weights. So I feel like I should learn something, but get in shape at the same time which is how I ended up doing taekwondo. Cause I was like, if I'm ever in that situation, I want to be able to actually back up what I'm saying. not just talk a good game. So that's how I got into martial arts at 21, which is a lot older than most people.
1: (laughs) Right. Okay. So that leads to definitely a topic I wanted to talk about was like, as a woman, I mean, that is a fear. Like you're in a situation where you're like, oh my gosh, if push comes to shove, like, how am I going to defend myself or my sweet dog? You know, like whatever is happening. (laughs) Um, And I feel like that's sort of been ingrained into my head as a kid. It's like, if there was ever a self-defense class, you got to take it. If there's something going on on, on school, you got to try it. You got to work out for your health. But the focus is always like, how can you protect yourself? And I, I guess that was curious to me is like, you know, how did you get into it? But then do you find with the people that you're training that this is a common theme, like the kind of protections element of it?
2: Not so, not so much for uh, females females. Most of the time that come to the gym, they want to try something new. So a lot of them, um, again, they're not sure on the kickboxing aspect. They see, um, I guess like the, I love kickboxing, the fitness stat- side of it. So um it's not until they a lot of them start on the let's say the cardio kickboxing class so you come in you get your workout you kind of get a feel for it but you're uh, you you're doing it more as a fitness thing and then from that the confidence comes and I think so then then uh, once you've got a few of the basics it's okay to go to an actual technique class where you're going to learn actually how to throw a proper punch how to kick things like that so it, I think uh most of the time for women, it's confidence. So they come in and that's the feedback that I get of most people is like, it's given them confidence. And it's like, that's great that I'm doing that, but you're actually doing it. You know, (laughs) I'm just showing you how to do, how to kick and punch. (laughs) It's true. You know, I, I remember I'd had a friend
1: who was into Muay Thai and she was so to me so strong. And I was like, wow, I don't know if I'm like equipped to do something like that. Um, and then when i tried i did like you said i tried the cardio kickboxing realized yeah. i thought i was fitter than i was cuz here <laughs> i was like jumping around and kicking yeah. and punching things and thinking i'm going to have a minor heart attack cuz it is quite <laughs> taxing right yeah. like very fast paced. Um, I know I had, I had looked online cause I'm one of those personalities. That's like, I really dislike, like, I always want to do new things, but I hate the not knowing. Right. I'm
2: like,
1: I, <laughs> like, I want to be good at it right away. So I went online and I was like looking at boxing classes I'm like, how does this even work? So this like, maybe for people listening that don't know what a class is like, what, what is a class like? So you, I know mean, you have like these rounds and it's like, yeah. there's probably a time to them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, like a cardio class or a regular? Sure. Give me
1: cardio. Why not? Okay.
2: Okay. So the way I run my cardio classes is they're three minute rounds. And so every class will start off with at least 10 minutes of skipping. Then we'll do some stretching And then I have already planned out my lesson program. I write it on a whiteboard so I don't get lost. (laughs) And then, uh, so for three minutes, uh, um, we'll do 30 seconds and keep switching. So for the first 30 seconds, I'll give you a combo. So say it's a nice, simple combo. So just jab, cross, and then a left kick. So that's all you have to concentrate on for those 30 seconds. And then we'll switch for the next 30 seconds and maybe we'll just do jab, cross, knees up. And then we'll go back to the combo and keep switching for the 30 seconds then you get a one minute break and then the next round we do another new combo and mix it maybe with squats or something for the 30 seconds so yeah and then we'd always end the class with setups and push-ups and i try to get everybody to 100 of each without them knowing it
1: oh <laughs> we know
2: p.s we know. <laughs> without it like i try and do 25 of this version 25 of this 25 of this, 25 of this, 25 of this. So yeah, but that's pretty much how a cardio class runs.
1: Right on. And then the difference from the cardio class to a regular class is what exactly?
2: So it's more technique based. Again, we'll start with the 10 minutes of skipping, then we'll do some stretching. And then normally we'll do some freestyle on the bag where you can do kick in, punch in knees, whatever you want. And then we'll go, so say we I'll, I will have a combo or something like that in mind that we're going to work on. Like last night, for example, we worked on checking kicks and then uh, firing straight back with a kick. So the whole class was based on that. So it's like, okay, so for round one, basically check with your left and then fire a kick back with your left straight away. And then round two. And that's all you had to do for the whole round is just check and kick, check and kick. And then round two switch sides, check the other side and kick with the other side and then do check and opposite kick, check and opposite kick. So it's the whole class is based on just checking, like getting that ingrained in you is to how to check a kick and fire straight back rather than just check a kick, stand there, wait, think, oh, I wonder what's coming next. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's what's, what I really enjoyed about the classes was, you know, I feel like
1: I've done a lot of different types of physical activity, but this one it was, it's like a little shocking to like skip for 10 minutes. You're like, yeah. I thought I, you know, you don't think that that's a long time until you start jumping yeah. and you're like, holy smokes. And then I love how you do see the progress that you're making. Your endurance starts quickly. to be longer.
2: Yeah. Really right? quickly. It's amazing results that you get so quick. And like I understand when people first come in, I'm like, okay, grab a skipping rope. And and then I'll be like, all you have to do is. (laughs) And so everybody kind of within a week or two know when all I say when I say is, All you have to do, (laughs) I know it's gonna suck, (laughs) but you don't.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's um it is there is a confidence building, like, you know when you, especially when you're not like, I didn't really grow up. I mean, I grew up fighting with my brother, but it's a little different, you know, when you're actually making contact with a bag, um, Mm -hmm. that was like, you know, that was one thing. And then we did a little bit, I mean, it's been different because we're in COVID and and so the classes look different, but when we did one where somebody was holding the pads and you're punching a pad, that was a hard like hurdle for me to get past. Like I'm throwing a punch at another human being. They know it's coming was weird yeah. so you know I wonder is that a gender thing maybe it's a personality yeah. thing do you find that men and women like fight thing. differently <laughs> yeah
2: mm. definitely a gender thing like when I first um started uh sparring for kickboxing I'd punch somebody and then if I landed the punch in their face I'd say sorry I was oh sorry oh so because girls aren't taught like that. Like we don't, we, uh, it's just not normal for girls to punch people in the face. It's, it's not. So initially I, uh, I really struggled with not saying sorry. And then my coach was like, if you keep saying sorry, you're getting burpees. I was like, nope, I'm not doing burpees. Everybody hates burpees. So yeah, for, as a female, like getting over that hurdle of, um, of, not uh, of apologizing every time every time or if you land a good kick on them and you know it was a good kick and because you hear the wind come out of them and then you're like oh are you okay but guys don't guys don't care the whole intent is like if I hold up pads so say I'm doing one-on-one training with a guy and I hold up pads they're trying to smash the pads they're trying to go through the pads whereas girls it's like okay you can hit harder you can, I know it, and I do it to you, Amanda. Yeah, <laughs> so, you do. You've got it in you, Amanda. Come on! <laughs> so it's like trying to get to for make that make a female feel okay. It's okay to hit something. It's okay to like kick it or punch it or whatever. And I think that's why working on the heavy bag is easier to begin with because it's like the heavy bag doesn't care. It's not going to cry if you hit it. <laughs> so from that aspect, I guess. With the starting on a cardio class, it is easier to go in and just work on the bag before you go and do, say partner work or like hit uh, someone holding pads for you. Because again, you like I don't want to hurt you, and I think that's a female
1: thing. True, it's a hard hurdle. And then, and then as you get like going into it and and gaining that confidence, like you said, I mean I've noticed even in some of the classes when we're talking, um, it's like there's confidence the way you hold your body when you're walking because yeah. you feel like. If somebody did try to come for you, like you would sort of have this like muscle memory about what to do in those tricky situations.
2: Basic jab cross. You do so many of them in the classes. So it's like straight away, you know, like another punch is going to come straight after. It's like the muscle memory is there.
0: Did you know we've released a shop where you can support Friendo? Check out HelloFriendo.com and explore. That's H-E-L-L-O-F-R-I-E-N-D-O.com and shop mugs, shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more. We're constantly adding new goodies for you. Your purchase directly supports the show and the work involved in creating it for your ears. So thank you. Check out hellofrendo.com. All right, back to the show you know, after a few
1: months now, there's certain things. It's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on this one thing, how I go up on my toe or you know, how I hold my hips. That was, that's actually probably been the trickiest thing. I don't know if people would even realize that, like how much movement is happening in your hips while you're doing this sport.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all the power, like you punch in, the power comes from the hips again. You, all your kicks, everyone thinks, okay, I just need to swing my leg. But you don't, You have to, it's like you're coming up on your toes, you pivot in. you're turning your body, your hips are going first, like you whip your hips over, then the leg comes. So it's like breaking it all down. So, and everybody learns different. Like some people, you can explain it to them. Some people are visual learners. And some people like you, like, maybe I have to hold your kick and put your body in that position and then be like, okay, when you finish your kick, this is the position you need to be in. And then it's like, oh, do you know, everyone learns so differently, which is kind of part of the the reason I love being a coach, because every day is new. It's like, nobody, nobody's the same. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say visual. I mean, there's also a part too where you're like midway through the class, there's just like
1: sweat in your eyes and you're <laughs> saying things. I'm like, I don't even hear what she's saying. I'm like, she's <laughs> going to have to do that thing again so I can watch her do it. And then also if think with, with any sport or anything, like when you see yourself, like if you get a chance to like film yourself doing it at home, because I couldn't figure out, like, why do I keep hurting my hip? And it's yeah. like, oh, that's why I'm not like turning on my toe and like all yes. these little things. And then it gets fun to get better right yeah. while you're doing it so yeah. coming back to when you were younger and taking on taekwondo and then you switched yeah. to kickboxing so when you i don't know much about taekwondo but um when you got into kickboxing like do you get used to fighting with other people like is that something that happens where you're like i got this or is there a lot of mental preparation that goes into it
2: i think by the time you start competing you've sparred so much like even the first time you do spar and um I used to get super nervous. I used to feel sick. I'd be like, "Oh my god, what if I get hurt? What if I hurt somebody?" Do you know? Like so I used to have this whole uh, the uh, the nerves of it. And then you get to a point where you spar so much, it's like, "Eh, I don't care. I've got so I've had so many bruises, so many owies, it's like, eh, whatever." <laughs> and then and then going from just sparring because when I first started, I said to my coach, I was like, "No, I don't want to fight. I'm too old." And he's like, what? No, you've got to fight. you got to fight. And I said, no, don't. I was 35 for my first kickboxing fight. And I said, I don't want to fight. I'm too old. It's not going to happen. Then he went and just booked me a fight anyway. And he's like, you're fighting on this date. And I was like, well, I guess I better start training then. Like in my mind, I was training three or four times a week at that point. So I thought, I've got this. So I go in for my first fight, and I remember that night. Um, I was lying in bed, and I was in so much pain. I remember this thing, saying to Gary, "I said, if I die in the night, it's from internal bleeding." I was in so much pain, like I'd never. I thought I-, I, I thought the sparring had prepared me for it, but no, no, so different. And I'm like, why did I do this? And then I remembered when I stepped out the ring, Wolfgang, my coach, had said you love that, right? And I went, I did. He's like, I know. And, uh, obviously I went back and kept doing it. So. <laughs> That's
1: amazing. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm dying of internal bleeding. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, okay. So obviously like anyone that meets you knows, like you're like a gazelle or something. This woman could just, she runs, it's snowing, it's 10 feet of snow. She's out there. Nothing seems to stop you, which I really admire. I must admit, but tell me like how, and I'm jumping ahead here, but you know, how did you get with a coach who knew that like, he saw something in you like this woman. I mean, she's amazing and, and kind of got you in the right place to compete. And then, cause I see you doing that now with some of your younger students and it's like, does ever do all coaches want to do that? Is this kind of, or is this something that is
2: a unique talent to know where to like how to find <laughs> good people, where to put them in competition? My coach, he was from Austria. So the first time I met him, he wasn't um, he he'd had gyms back in Austria But when he moved over here, he'd set up a store and he was selling like fight equipment. But at this time I was doing Muay Thai. So I'd gone to him to buy some gloves and then we got talking and it's like two Europeans together. So and he said that he was a kickboxing coach. and He was looking for somewhere. And I says, you put up a sign in your window when you find somewhere and I will come and do kickboxing with you. And then he—it turned out that he actually got taken on as a coach at the gym I was doing Muay Thai at. So I, when I I, I was doing Muay Thai and kickboxing initially, but then my love for kickboxing overtook the Muay Thai, so <laughs> I stuck with it that way. But he, I, I think you can tell, personally, when uh, when when you see someone training in class, and uh, there's you, you, there's an energy that comes off them. And you think, okay, yeah, this person has potential. And then you see them, you kind of push them a little bit harder, a little bit harder. And then when you see them go to sparring as well, you normally can tell pretty quickly in the sparring sessions if they're going to be amazing. Like Olivia, my junior coach, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that girl is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Like her, I truly believe can be a world champion. She's 17 years old, absolutely fantastic lovely girl absolutely lovely and like if you like you've seen if I've held pads and got it to demonstrate she nearly puts me through the wall she can (laughs) sit so hard (laughs) (laughs) I know
1: and like from nowhere you're just like she's like zero to 100 like boom in a a second
2: flat yeah 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 Yeah. so that is so her I think for her though again it comes back to the female like um She's 17. There's a whole lot of hormones and emotions going on and stuff like that. But if she can get those kind of under control, she she there's going to be nothing that can stop her because she has so much talent. It's amazing. It is amazing. I know every time when I say, I'm like, stop looking at me, Olivia.
1: Like you're too good. Look away, look away. Like, I don't want you to see what I'm doing over here. She's amazing. And it's just, it's so incredible to, to, you know, have someone believe in you. Like I think that coach, dynamic can be very special for young people. Like what a feeling to have someone rooting for you so much to say, if you just put your energy in this direction, like you could accomplish amazing things. I feel like I have it in my head. Like I knew some kids that were like this guy I knew growing up had like a black belt and he always used to get in trouble from his person coat. I don't know what they are. Person would be like, never use this in real life because bit of a hothead, you know, if, have you ever had to use your skills in real life?
2: Other than in the ring? <laughs> no. I don't know if it if it comes back down to confidence again. Because I feel like maybe people that do this kind of carry themselves different. I don't know. But I've been very, very lucky that I've never had to use it. I don't doubt that if the situation came about that I could. I don't think I would freeze like after this many years of doing stuff. (laughs) But um, no, luckily other than in the ring, I've never had to use it, which is is amazing.
1: (laughs) I'm just about, to. I listen to enough true crime that I'm thrilled you've never had to use it because there is, but there is a confidence about when you carry your body a certain way, like, you know, even little things I've had, you know, I hear people talk about how someone will comment on their body or someone will comment on I don't know how the way they parent or how they do. And I said, I swear, I have never had somebody say anything to me. Yeah. And even if they did, I would be so quick with a reply to
2: put them in it their place. In trouble for the, Cause I'm, I'm very much like, um, not headed Cause I don't think so, but I, it's like the fill is not always as great as it should be. So <laughs> So if somebody says something, it's like, okay, straight away, the answer comes out. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes maybe
1: you should have, because
2: yeah. <laughs> people will always, they always love, you know,
1: there are some people who just love to tell you off or this and that. And I just, I don't find myself in those situations. So I think, like you said, there is a confidence that comes from, you know, what you've done with your, with your life in terms of your fitness and how you carry yourself. I think there's so much of that, but that's kind of awesome that you've never had to use it. Cause yeah. I would, I would be, I would love though, to be a fly on the wall and just like see that go down. Like here's this nice looking lady. She, like, you can't see Gail, but Gail is very tall and lean. And um, I would just like some, if somebody tried to take advantage of her, oh my God, like watch out, they'd walk away thinking they have internal bleeding, you know, like oh my that my mind. The- I think
2: that- that in my mind I'm thinking if then if someone jumps out on me because I go running in the woods and stuff like that and I'm like if someone jumps out at me I'm just going to completely beat the crap out of them and then be like don't do that again do you know like <laughs> Lesson learned. Don't you jump out on women. <laughs> Honestly, you just never know. Right. <laughs> I, I love that. So, of
1: course, one thing that is a bit of a bummer is, you know, starting a business during COVID. You know, you just opened up your gym. Um,
2: now, when what month did you actually open up? October. I opened October 10th, I think it was, or 15th, yeah.
1: And things were like looking hopeful then, you know, we hadn't hit all these terrible waves of things. So how has it been for you, the
2: ups and downs? Yeah. Well, like I decided back in March that I wanted to do this. Uh, No, it was before March because I was looking for places to rent when COVID happened. And then I was like, okay, let's put this on hold because me and my coach, we were going to partner up. And then, um, because of COVID, he said he couldn't do it right now. And I went, okay, but because of COVID, I feel like I've had a life reset and these opportunities don't come along very often. So I'm going to do it anyway and just be hopeful and positive and COVID's not stopping me. So I went ahead, I found my place in uh, Preston on the high street, which is a perfect location, beautiful location. And then, um, We opened in October. It was like kind of building some nice momentum. And then we got locked down again in December 26, which sucked. And then we switched to online classes, which I understand is not for everybody. And uh, some people need the in-person stuff. But, uh, yeah, a few of the members continued with the online classes, which was good. And then we did – we opened again February – Middle of the month, I think February fifteenth or sixteenth, and then we've uh, we've had to add an extra boxing class because the boxing's gotten so busy, and then which is awesome, and then uh, the same with our ad- adult classes; they're getting busy, and uh, our youth class as well. It'll get there. So uh, oh yeah, as long as we don't get another lockdown.
1: I don't think I can <laughs> handle one mentally. I'm like, this is yeah. just.
2: <laughs> me neither like january was not a good month for me i didn't know oh, it. honestly you know it's it's been so painful to
1: see these amazing small businesses and what they've had to endure and you know it's so nice to see that you guys are doing well in that sense because i think there is so much potential i mean everybody that i talk to it's wild it's like Oh you've done kickboxing. I'm like, yeah, you need to try it. Like it seems like it's well, I'm speaking to women primarily. Like it's a bit of a hurdle to like go and do it because they've never done it before.
2: I think that the the main worry is that it's going to be guys, right? And they and it's it's intimidating. And I get that. I totally understand. So that's why like I try like for the cardio one, obviously I'm the coach there, the ladies only class. I'm it's a ladies only coach as uh, class, so there's no guys in that one. And then even the evening, in the kickboxing classes, I'm the coach. So the only classes would be the boxing class or the BJJ class, which obviously all women are invited to both. I had I, I was super excited. I got one female member in my boxing class, and I'm like, yay! Like, that's awesome. I think that's amazing. Like it's and she's the only female in there, and she's doing great. But I was I was so excited, and I even said that I said I sent her an email. I'm like so happy that I've got a female in my boxing program and it's like a small little thing like that. And I'm like, yeah, that made my day. (laughs) I love it.
1: Well, I must admit, I feel like this, like I want to support another woman doing something in a pretty male dominated industry. And it's, Damn exciting to see, and also I'm like, I feel kind of badass that I like do kickboxing. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I got my own gloves. I know to wrap my hands, you know, like (laughs) I got an injury. I was like, I already had an injury, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like you know. And it's it's very, you know, it's such a cool thing to try. So I really like hope that people listening, you know, wherever they're living, have a chance to try it at some point. Because I'm telling you, and I've said this a few times, but if there was ever a time to like punch something it's now. this time, right? Yeah. It's just, it's <laughs> so fun. fun. And it's like, and like you were saying, you know, we are talking about just the physical aspect of it. Like there's my body changed real quick, you know, yeah. when you yeah. start going more regularly and it's like just the skipping. I mean, I always come back to the skipping. I do skipping now and I have a skipping rope. And in the summer yeah. I was doing a lot of it and it's like that in itself. And then just the thrill of like, Working up a sweat, and there's, it's like a type of person. I don't know if you see this, but that does kickboxing. Like the women that are in these classes, they're very cool
2: people. Like they cool chicks. They're definitely like I love it. I love I love my I, my favorite class is probably the ladies only class on a Saturday morning. It's got such a great vibe, and the women in there are all strong women, and it's amazing. Like and like we still skip and we still stretch, but in that. Those, those like 10, 15 minutes at the beginning, everyone just talks, discusses what's going on, whatever podcast Amanda's recommending. Or, <laughs> That's right. Or whatever, like whatever the kid's done this week or the husband's done. And it's like, it's such a good time for it because it's only females. So everyone gets to unwind and chill and get off the chest, whatever it is. And then you get hit something really hard and then you get to go home tired. And you've had an amazing yes. Life. And you've had social time. Honestly. And it's amazing with other females. And we need this.
1: Absolutely. And it's, you know, I think people maybe they like to follow classes or they like to hit the gym. I find that the versatility and adding new things into your workout is what gives it a little pep and exciting. You know, you feel excited about whatever you're doing. Cause I always find like my fitness journey has ebbed and flowed over the years, depending on whatever season I'm in. But I know yes. for sure that you have to really enjoy what you're doing because that's yes. where the, because then you don't even know what you're doing it. You're having a blast. Right. Yes. And, you know, speaking to when there's classes with men, I think I've only done one evening one. Cause even, not my prime time <laughs> that class oh I had a good time didn't I I think I beat all them all the burpees you or I did. Into a
2: competition with the young 17 year old on who could do the most burpees the quickest I think I gave you a challenge and you're like oh game on <laughs> I'm here for this
1: yeah. I nearly died but I did beat him so I was yeah. like that was pretty awesome that was pretty awesome but yeah and I mean and that was already like something like six weeks into training. And yeah. so I thought, well, if that was only six weeks into training and you're feeling that amazing, like, oh, it's so great. So, you know, is. is there anything next for Valhalla? Are you, you know, I know you said your boxing class is filling up and, and anything special you're working on?
2: We, um, obviously we want the oh, restrictions lifted because we wanted, uh, put out a really good fight team. That's not our, yeah, that's not our sole goal, but um, we want like recreational members too that come in and work out, but we really do want to have like a great kickboxing team, a great boxing team, and a great Brazilian jiu-jitsu team. So we want to put out great fight teams. So um, it's we're pretty restricted right now because you can't do any sparring, you can't do any partner work. And so I just, like for me, I feel like, okay, I've got all these great people that I know could be amazing And I want them to start working together, but we can't do it. So it feels like we're, we're, we're going in the right direction, but then we're kind of on pause. If that makes sense. It does. Yeah. I,
1: and you know, it's funny. You mentioned that BJJ, like I'd actually, I think that's what I was originally looking for because you got to love TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. There's like this young you know, all these TikTokers, but somehow I started getting served this video of this one guy and he was talking about how good it is for self-defense because yeah. it's all these like little movements, yeah. but I mean, it's very like hands-on. So I'm like, well, I yeah, gotta yeah. but COVID's got to pass. And yeah. I also yeah. have to get past the mental block of like actually touching another human yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> I don't know. So know. And we'll you're in there.
2: very, um, uh, compromising positions. you gotta feel comfortable with the person that you're going to be because you really are going to be rolling around with them yeah you know (laughs) once
1: I did the youtubing and I was like oh hold on a minute like I'm not sure how I feel about that we'll get there How about it just me in a bag we'll start with that uh Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's so fun to learn a little bit more about you because I do know you like in real life at the gym. Um, and she, sometimes she scares me. So this is very nice. Get to see the other side of Gail. I love that though. You got to respect the people who are like, you know, in these positions of coach and power and all this. And um, I think you do a really good job at encouraging us, even when you don't really feel like it. And that says a lot, right? When people keep showing up and having, fun so thank you
2: you're welcome I love it that you guys still come though so it's awesome like you guys were one of our first members so and uh you and Jess still are supporting us which is amazing I think everybody's just a little bit scared but I think once they come in they're like oh I don't know what I don't know what they expected it to be but when they come in and do it it's like oh this is great not what I expected at all
1: isn't that kind of true though, about anything you haven't tried or anything new, we can create this narrative in our head that it's yeah. scary and there's going to be a lot of scary guys or something. And you're like, no, it was just thrilling and you did it. And now you're going to probably do more of it. So yeah.
2: Yeah. And you can feel awesome and you're going to get nice guns and a six pack.
1: Yeah. And good abs. <laughs> I know. I've got a selfie that I took. I think it was in November and I'm like, we need to get back there because those abs were delicious. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But the guns uh, were too. You were getting lovely guns as well. No, they've gotten a little <laughs>
1: softer. We'll get back there. Oh, man.
2: Okay. Well, thanks, Gail. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the man friend portion. Hello. Man friend. man friend-o. hi, guys. So here we are on the eve of another lockdown.
3: Uh, I've had enough. How are you you, uh, coping?
0: I feel like I actually have not been paying attention to the news. So when I didn't even really know that there was a lockdown until somebody else mentioned it to me today. And I was like, oh, no, I instantly went to like panic mode and that I wanted to do all the things today because I thought, I don't know when this is going to end.
3: Yeah, I was the same way, except my reaction was just... I just sat down and kind of like, okay, you know what, I'm sick of thinking about this and it's just time to keep on keeping on, you know, mm-hmm. but it's really hard for small businesses and uh, geez, it's such a pleasure to sit down and talk about the great Gale King. I mean, what an amazing coach, what an amazing mentor.
0: Well, and you know, talking about the small business part of it, so I did finally read the fine print on what's this particular lockdown is looking like. And it's like lockdown light because the malls are staying open. Things are staying open. It's just at different capacity, but fitness facilities and anything sport related is done. And you're like-
3: Well, that makes a lot of sense to somebody, I guess.
0: I guess. Yeah. So we're not here to try and change your opinion on that, but rather highlight a really wonderful small business that we know about- and Gail King, obviously, as you've heard in the episode, I mean, she has this great martial arts studio that you and I have both been to.
3: It's so great. I mean, it's kind of not my first kick at the can with martial arts, but I have never had someone so amazing guide me through, because I've never kickboxed before. I've done Muay Thai and then, you know, those self-defense courses that they give you in Asia and whatnot. But, you know, Gail's just... What an inspiring person. Like, when you go into those classes, it's a nice, short, friendly hello, and then it's down to business, but it's not, like, boot camp-ish. It's very encouraging, and you just want a pleaser, Mm -hmm. you know? And the thing is, it's just not somebody off, you know, that you don't, that doesn't have any credentials. Like, world champion? Hello big and, deal and you know just to sit and watch her you know uh or when you're when you're doing your thing and then she wants to demonstrate some stuff like that leg is like absolute <laughs> lightning like yeah. that is i've never seen anything like that it's just you and know she's what?
0: six foot tall so those legs are long yeah,
3: she's basically <laughs> you you don't want to meet gail in a dark alley
0: no I was Ever. hoping, I was hoping she was going to have some like pretty epic stories, but she used her skills in real life, but nobody has tried her. So she hasn't had to use them. Oh, well, you'd like- be a silly,
3: <laughs> silly person to do that. You'd be very silly. Well, uh, she's not that personality, but you no. know what? She's a, uh, she's very inspiring uh, in any case. and
0: Well, if you're listening, you should go check out, first of all, check her Instagram, which is linked in the show notes. She's got like one or two videos of her like practicing but then right. if you want to go down the rabbit hole youtube which we've done and oh. she has a fight on youtube and you're just like how do those legs move that quick like yeah. that's just and i think so that's what we were talking about a little bit about how you know i am not a big fan of not being good at something or starting something new
3: really mm, mm, that's weird. oh wow mm.
0: but it was really cool to try something new i'm yeah. still new at it let's not fool myself here but What a thrill to try something new and like something I've never tried before. I have never done any type of martial art. I think as a woman, I felt very like... Maybe that that is stupid to say, but feeling like maybe there isn't a place for me in that studio. Like it kind of scares me, you know, like some of we went to one Muay Thai place and I was genuinely like, nope, never trying this. I don't know why I was very intimidated.
3: Yeah, it's just a, you know, just the formula, the facility, the people, uh, you know, how much it appeals to different people, d- different uh, strokes for different folks. So but uh, yeah, you uh, man, you um You really uh, leaned up and and, uh, got kind of like, I don't know, like warrior-like,
0: like Like (laughs) warrior
3: woman-like. Like (laughs) Like watch out
0: in the house of man. I mean that
3: in a real kind of humpity-bumpity kind of way.
0: (laughs) But it was so fun. I mean, I was saying to her how much it helped kind of relieve some of that tension that locked up chaos that we were all experiencing and you know hopefully this particular lockdown doesn't go on for as long because it'd be nice to get back into it like and it's so exciting when you're like you did a couple of the classes right yeah but you're doing like you at the end of the class, you've done a hundred sit-ups, a hundred push-ups, you skipped for like ten straight minutes. I mean, I've Skip never skipped for ten minutes. Ten minutes. It feels like torture. Oh my God. It is kind of torture. Sweat. And you know
3: Gail's you when you stop, she just kinda looks at you, just like, yeah, okay. Well, like be better. Be better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she doesn't say that, but you feel it. You're yeah. like, mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like, S-
3: step up for once in your life. You know, all those little <laughs> veiled things. Like, you're not a failure all the time, probably. Or, <laughs> no, she's <sighs> lovely. She's great.
0: She is. But, you know, okay, one thing that we talked about was that there is a difference and I don't want to like gender define because people identify different ways, but like, ch- can, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Conservatively or traditionally girls when they're little are not taught to fight. They don't tend to lean into fighting like perhaps little boys do. Yeah. Now, granted, I had a younger brother. We fought like crazy. There were punches thrown all the time, but I noticed when I was in the class, like, I had to really push through that idea of hitting something. And I was so stressed when she pulled out the the hand, uh, what are they called? Like the mitts? Yes. And we have to like start punching another person standing in front of right. me. I was like, I don't know about this. Like, did you fight a lot growing up?
3: Uh, yeah, a fair amount. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're like, yeah. Yeah. Have a lot of brothers.
3: I mean, the thing is, is that I, I would hope that the message gets through that, when you're taking a martial art, you're not taking it so that you can just go and kick someone's ass. Right. You know, that you're learning uh, an amazing sport, number one, and the camaraderie of it. I mean, all the people are very, very nice. And it certainly is a level playing, like it really levels the playing field. People come in there all shapes and sizes and, and you're doing something together to better yourself. And you know what? It's great about it is that if it, happens to come to something or a situation where you have to defend yourself you know you of course don't want to go looking for a fight but if if you can't get away from it at least you have the training that the muscle memory you know has been put into you that you can defend yourself and get the hell out of there without minimal damage you know i, I think it's a very important thing like our kids are in it
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know and uh and they really like it and uh, it gives them confidence. And, and I like that.
0: And you mentioned something about the camaraderie. Like, I don't think I had, when I think of boxing or I think of kickboxing, I don't think that I ever thought about it like you were doing it with other people. Like, cause it sort of seems like it's just you in a bag or you in a coach. But actually, that's one of the things I like the most about the women's only class that I mostly go to is yep. like... It's a group of us, maybe six people, six to 10, I think, obviously with COVID restrictions and stuff, right. but you're all in there and you're, you do the hard work in that time frame. Like, you know, she's got a bell that rings. And so you've got this timer, right? So you do your, you know, your combinations. You're doing your rounds, basically. Yeah, you're doing right? rounds. Yeah. yeah
3: it's, tra- oh, hi, Nora. Sorry. Um, yeah, you're doing the rounds. It's training you, you know. Yeah. Because that's what it's really like. If you watch, you know, can you imagine the energy? I mean, like those boxers and MMA fighters, and and you know, everybody in these martial arts that are actually doing the sport for competition, the amount of fitness involved in that. Because you know, you're you're moving around, you're throwing punches, you're trying to keep some kind of strategy, you're watching your opponent all kinds of things. It's just like, wow. And what a great thing for real life, Mm -hmm. you know? And I really like, um, what I take away from it. And this isn't, you know, an accolade to, to Gail because I really, really admire the work that she's done, uh, uh, with that business. And, and as a person, it's someone to look up to. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, when you get involved with a martial art and you, Learning from someone who knows what they're doing, sure you're learning that skill, but you're also taking that discipline into your life. And you know, you hear all kinds of stories, like Robert Downey uh, Jr. does uh, Wing Chun K- Kung Fu, I believe, mm-hmm. and and you know, it changed his life. And and I mean, not all these aren't places that what I look at, like with Gail's business, these aren't places that you're going to just learn to fight. You're taking stuff away. Uh, a a, a certain confidence uh, with you and for, for women. And I don't, uh, it's not only for women, but in in your case, I'm only talking about it because you described it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going for a walk and, and all that type of stuff. It's so terrible that people have to feel afraid or, 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 um, you know, oppressed, I guess, in that they don't want to go out, but afraid in that, you know, you're walking down the street and someone's approaching you. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: And, uh, why should you be afraid
0: i have had you know? a woman i remember this very clearly and i know she's not alone on this but a woman right. messaged me to tell me that she does not walk in the evenings just yeah. not i mean she doesn't live in an area that necessarily warrants that reaction Sure, because i know that not all parts of the world are safe but you know it's the it's there is such a fear because it's not it's not like a it's not like a fake thing right. that vulnerable people get hurt or preyed upon right so but we speak about that in this episode so much the confidence from how you hold your body to just knowing like gail was saying that if something came down to it you will automatically throw out what is it like a jab and then a punch and it's just like it'll i'm not saying it right cross jab is that the right words Uh, yeah i don't know what you're saying but yeah i know what you mean down forever but it's like muscle memory you know that once you throw the first punch there's a second punch coming right away and you protect your face and like all these little things that are just in there and, and, you know, it's true what you say about the discipline, because if you asked me right now to drop down and give you 100 push-ups, I don't think I'd, I mean, I've granted it's been a few You probably of, could. I probably could. Yeah. But it is such a feeling of accomplishment to be like, damn, I just bang that out. And not just any push-ups, but like tie push-ups yeah. and wide arm push-ups and short stance push-ups and all these different, you know. What a fun thing to push yourself! And I know some people are really self motivated, but I really enjoy having someone kind of lead a class or lead something. Yeah, to like, me too. Mm.
3: And and I've, you know, I've had, there was a guy that uh, got me into the Muay Thai, and he he's from town here. Not got me into it, but like I went to this gym that he was going to, and he said it's so great to go into a class. And put your brain on the shelf for a while. And the instructor saying, do this, do this, do this, gives you some pointers and whatnot. You leave completely exhausted yet exhilarated. And then you can put your brain back in. It's like an escape. And and it's an it's a positive one because, you know, I don't I could better myself by, you know, reading or a whole bunch of other things, but that get that physical exhaustion, get that energy out. And and especially now, which is kind of like makes me a little bit, um, you know, perturbed in a way that that we're shutting down these little businesses, when in fact, like they should classify this as as a as a health requirement. You know, that includes gyms and CrossFit and all that type of stuff.
0: Well, our premier did say that one of the reasons they don't have a stay-at-home order is because we were so negatively impacted with our mental health. Right. Children across the board, children to adults. But then it's like, like, where's the evidence to show that the fitness centers that are currently only housing 10 people or less? Right. Are the cases increased there? I mean, that's not what this episode was about, but it's just so unfortunate because I know that for me with the recent surgery and having to then recuperate, I haven't worked out. And it's almost like a really slow downward spiral because I didn't work out. yeah, And I was feeling quite low, obviously. yeah, But then- because I wasn't working out and because I was feeling low, I also stopped going for walks. Right. And then I start feeling worse. And then I don't even want to walk. And then all of a sudden I'm doing nothing, wondering why I feel so terrible. And you know, when you mention that exhaustion, like when I come out of one of those classes, it's tomato face for like two hours, right. <laughs> and you know, and probably more sweat. And like you require a shower, like full head to toe, right? Um, because. I'm just dripping and yeah. it's so exhilarating to yeah. get that energy out. So, you know, and like I say in the episode, it doesn't have to be kickboxing. But I think it everybody's can be anything. Like, right? Everybody's
3: like that. If, you know, I was about to say that I'm like you, I, I like to be motivated. Like when we work out together in our garage gym, um, it was more in the summer and stuff. And I have 10, I had tennis elbow and then I broke my thumb uh, tobogganing and I had to have surgery on that. And you're just like, you know, you just really feel like, oh, how am I going to get back into this? But if you show up at a, at a, well, after I'm healed, mm-hmm. or you're healed, show up at a gym, it's a no-brainer. Uh, 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 you a class, yeah. A class, a, a, yeah. class, a, a martial arts class. Because you just,
0: you go along with it, yeah. right? Absolutely. Plus,
3: when things get real heated heated between us, you know, it's we're always good to throw down and <laughs> just...
0: Pull out the gloves. If you ever get a
3: roundhouse in the kidneys from Amanda, you'll know it. You're
0: going down. <laughs> going down. Well, I'm so glad that we chatted with Gail. And honestly, I We love you,
3: Gail. We, we love do. you.
0: And I wish, you know, success to her business and to all sorts of other small businesses listing right now that are going through these hard times. Like, it's... Yeah hold the faith you know keep the faith and i hope that like they can ride this wave because i you know not everyone can So well
3: and that's the thing you know uh she had virtual classes on for a while which is hard for some people you know it's hard to be motivated but thing is is that she's trying to survive and she's had she has had support in that aspect of it and and it just goes to show you not you know not only is she or or is she a a great coach and has a great facility uh, beautifully clean and and but she's dedicated you know to make her business continue and offer a great service to to us uh, and to the public and the people that go and and that's uh that's the kind of place you want to support for sure yeah and i hope that i hope that it just keeps on on uh you know, those businesses that you find that are just fantastic, that are just a great value. It doesn't cost that much money to go either. No.
0: And, you know, I know a lot of but people. I hope they survive. Who, me too. And I, I know that a lot of people have a hard time stepping outside of their comfort zone, trying something new. Yeah. Maybe something that is as badass as kickboxing. But I would just love to encourage people to just try something new. Like oh, if, if you've never tried you know it.
3: You can go. <gasps> here's my. Well, my personal experience with it is that, you know, going to the gym. Doing all the exercises and stuff like that. And then one session of kickboxing and you're just like, whoa, that's incredible. I can't even imagine how many calories you burn doing that.
0: It's wild and so fun and it can't wait to get back to it. So anyways, we appreciate Gail. Thanks for chatting, Thanks, Gail. And thanks for listening, everyone. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode. Thank you. Frendo Podcast is produced and hosted by me, Amanda Muse. Music on this episode is written by Chris Bevins and Mike Payne, performed and produced by MP Real Glow. If you'd like to help support the growth of Frendo Podcast, you can do so by leaving a positive review, sharing the podcast with your friends and community, and supporting the shop at HelloFriendo.com. Find us on Instagram at ShopHelloFriendo. And thank you for listening. And remember... Be your own bird.